Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Wearing that fish shirt today, Jordan. It's fish shirt season. This is the first, this is the debut, this this year's, the seasonal debut of this fish shirt. Which I love to wear during the summer months. Oh, you look like a million dollars, Jordan. Thank you, you know, you know how I feel about that fish shirt. You like it? Yep, I okay, do. Okay, all right. <laughs> I could. I. I. I used. Uh, um. I used context cues. Yeah. To feel to 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 deduce how you felt about the fish shirt, and it turns out I was right. Yeah, I mean this fish shirt. We should clarify, by the way. Jordan. Do you want to describe the fish shirt? Yeah. Well, it says. To make for a scintillating podcast experience. Big picture of Trey Anastasio. Right, yeah. Uh, A guy from Fish. Mm -hmm. That's that's literally all I know about Fish. We've now reached the bottom of my knowledge. Farmhouse? What's that? I think it's one of their songs. (laughs) Oh, I was going to ask if it was one of their albums. Na, 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 Farmhouse. I really don't think I've ever heard a Fish song. Have they ever had a hit song? No, I mean, I think they're a series of bass solos. Okay. I think calling them songs... Probably, I, I, I lied. Fans I might lied. argue because I read na, na, Nathan na, 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 Farmhouse. I read Nathan Rabin's book where he gets into fish and insane clown posse. I also read that, uh, and it's a lot of fun. Good book. Uh, and I was inspired by Nathan Rabin's book because Nathan is really generous about fish mm-hmm. and insane clown posse in yes. the book. And is he, yeah, it's the theory of the book is like, can I can I learn to understand the two greatest jokes in music? Yeah, and. Uh, I don't think he is ever exactly complimentary of Insane Clown Posse's music, mm-hmm. which is good because it's terrible music. <laughs> it's genuinely terrible. They're very mm-hmm. bad at every part of making music. But, uh, but he, you know, he de- he's, makes a, a coherent, I think, defense of magnets. How do they work? Mm-hmm. I don't know how magnets work either. So, sure. and I'm I I I thought that was a I, nice. It, it really when I, when when we were all as a culture making fun of that. Yeah, I. I mean, I joined in. Right. I'm, you know, I'm a fun guy. I like right. to have fun. Right. Uh, but I also, it really brought to light how how few things I know how they work. Yeah. I know how basically <laughs> no things work. Yeah. Name a thing. Go yeah. ahead. And I, I Jesse, also name a thing. Know, Jesse, name a thing. I mean, cars. Don't know how they work. Right. I know there's a tiny explosion involved. Oh, I mean, this is new information to me. Yeah. So I, my beef with that song was I was kind of like... Guys, I know why we're making fun of Insane Clown Posse. Their music is terrible, and they dress up as killer clowns on stage. Mm-hmm. But uh, and they're you know they're bad at all parts of the music. They're bad rappers, bad beats, everything. But like this is obviously just a song about faith. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it, like you listen to four lines of the song. It's not the most elegant song about faith, uh-huh. but it's not actually about how they wish they understood how magnets work. And there's a funnier part of that song, which is they're mad at scientists <laughs> for trying to explain things. Can we all pile on that? I kind of like their attitude about like the about accepting miracles into your life. Yeah, sure. I thought that was Giraffe, kind of a nice sentiment. Giraffes being beautiful animals. Yeah, it is. I mean, it boggles the mind. How does the giraffe exist? Yeah. So uh, that. Yeah. And then I, when I was reading the fish part, mm-hmm. Nathan is more complimentary about fish's actual music, mm-hmm. and he's particularly effusive about a cover of "Boogie on Reggae Woman." <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, of course, the the Stevie Wonder semi classic. Mm-hmm. 
And um, I remember at the time, because I was going to interview Nathan, I listened to that, and I found it to be bad. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it sounds was like something that would not be bad. Not to my taste. But I mean, come on. We all love... Na, 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 na. Uh, Sing it with a... Fard house. Farnhouse. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Is it Barnhouse? <laughs> Barnhouse? Brian, can you look up Fish Farmhouse or Barnhouse? Is it possible that Barnhouse is just the surname of a guy you know? Oh, yeah. Jim Barnhouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a guy I used to fuck. <laughs> Me and Jim Barnhouse going to town. Wow. So when I Gave said a, a, guy you, the barnhouse. a guy you know. <laughs> yeah, biblically. Yeah. Okay. Brian, uh, am I right about this? Yeah, Farmhouse. Farmhouse. Uh, it's also farmhouse. It's, it's the name of the album as well. Was it a oh, successful? Okay, so that... Was it a hit song, Brian? I mean, one thing is Did like this chart. There are many, many, many hit rock songs from the alternative rock mm-hmm. era that I have no idea what they are. Mm-hmm. That mostly I know them because Dave Shumka will talk about them on Stop Podcasting <laughs> sure, Yourself. Yeah. I have no. Some of them are Canadian. Mm-hmm. I'll grant you that. Right. The ones that Dave talks about. But like, I like- You don't know what Brimful of Asha is. I read an entire book by a guy from the band Semisonic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You talk about this a lot. Right. Yeah. It was a great book. Sure. I do. I know their hit song is called Closing Time. Yeah. I do not know what this song is. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, couldn't, that's couldn't interesting. Couldn't tell you. Huh. And I feel like that's a song that I hear people say, talk about it. Yeah. And they're like, well, it's like Closing Time by Semisonic. And like, that, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I got nothing. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so this Fish album did have their one of their more popular songs, Heavy Things, but I don't think that's that's not the farmhouse song you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, there, there's listen. There's literally no way to actually hear these songs. Yeah. We should just keep puzzling about them. But yeah, no. Um, the, the good news, Jordan, is that no one who's listening is really passionate about fish, <laughs> so we don't have to worry about anyone writing us an email about this. Who do you think will get? An angrier response from. I, I mean, it's got to be fish people, right? But I mean, maybe no, the juggalos will surprise you. No juggalos listen to this show. I think that they do. And you, you do? know what? I know. Good we... for them. One hey, of juggalos. us. One of us. Whoop whoop. <laughs> yeah. We want to hear from you. Are you a juggalo JJ Go listener? Are you? Are you a JJ Go? And we will not make fun of you because one no, of the things I want to celebrate. You. Read, I want to celebrate. We you. both read Nathan Rabin's book. Yes. And. You seem, it seems like a really, actually I, amazing community. I want to go to the gathering. Uh, at, I mean, a few years ago, our buddy Colt Cabana, who yep. wrestles at the gathering, yep. uh, tried to get me to come out, and I looked into it. Right. I looked into it. I want to go. Right. Whoop, whoop. Here's the thing. Yes. If I went to the gathering, mm-hmm. one thing about the insane clown posse yeah. that is to their credit, I think, is that- They'll book a lineup for the gathering of rap artists. Mm-hmm. They'll also book like Incubus or something. You know, whoever sure. is the person. A that, rap rock thing. Yeah. That's not to my taste. But, and then they'll book Vanilla Ice. Sure. Which I don't, I don't want. I don't need to, I don't want to watch a Vanilla Ice concert. Mm-hmm. I want to watch a Hammer concert. I accidentally watched a Vanilla Ice concert once. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I kind of liked it. Okay. I had fun. You know what's good live? Ninja rap. Oh, wait, does he do ninja rap in his show? Yes, at least the one I saw. Holy shit. Yeah. Let's go, not... ninja. Go, ninja. Go. The audience chanted it. I had a lot of fun. Do you think Bobby Brown does this song from Ghostbusters <laughs> 2 in his show? I should hope so. It's a mistake if he doesn't. Okay. 
So anyway, one of the things about the Insane Clown Posse is... It's just sinking in right now for me. I've seen Vanilla Ice. (laughs) (laughs) They will... What a life. They will not only... Not only is their, like, record world a world of, like... uh, often highly credible regional rappers Mm -hmm. who have sort of run out of commercial prospects in their place they live. A lot of Tim dogs. Sure. Uh, But also they will bring in outside, like they'll have like, oh, the ghetto boys are at the thing. Mm -hmm. And And you get a Busta Rhymes. Yeah, fucking Busta Rhymes. I've never seen a Busta Rhymes concert, but I heard it's fucking amazing. So I'd go to, I'd watch that. Yeah. Hey. Go to that special bridge where you buy drugs. God, I want to go to the drug bridge. <laughs> Let's oh. introduce our guest. Yes. We'll find out if he's ever been to the gathering and, and what he, whether he thinks he'd like it. And maybe would like to hear what he thinks about my fish shirt. Oh, yeah. Which is, the, which is what started this whole delightful run. By the way, I think it's worth clarifying that Jordan's fish shirt is just a shirt with fish on it. That's true. Yeah. So short sleeve, bad, yeah. short sleeve shirt with little blue fish on it. It's, yeah. a, it's a cute shirt. They're nice. Our guest is a stand-up comic. He's, he's opening his mouth to speak. <laughs> he's a favorite on Jordan Jesse Go. He's one of the hosts of the All Fantasy Everything podcast, AFE, as it's known. David Bory. Hey! hey! I did it! You spoke! <laughs> Colorado's own. Yes. The Golden Boy. Clown Town, Colorado. <laughs> Do they call it Clown Town? We have a huge, thriving Juggalo community in wow. the Denver. <laughs> wow. I lived with Juggalos. Really? Two years. You lived amongst them? In, yeah, I know their ways. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're the Jane Goodall of Juggalos? I, yeah, I taught him to write. Is that what she did? <laughs> yeah. Side. yeah, Jane Goodall. <laughs> she, to write. she taught them to write, right? Is that the story? That's why it's so amazing. Jane Goodall didn't even teach anybody to sign. No. She was she didn't teach them. She was just watching. So they were just smoking weed watching TV the whole time? <laughs> yes, Jane Goodall did, taught, taught, the, taught the chips to blaze. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to teach them to roll a J first. That's true. Yeah, yeah. but they can do that because they're good at tools, right? Yeah, the same the same motor skills that help you get ants out of an ant hill with a piece of straw help you roll a fat dube. Man, that'd be great if I just had a chimp rolling my doobies. <laughs> oh, that would be shit. awesome. Could you imagine? Like, you you just wrote Scarface too. <laughs> Oh, man, he'd have a shirt on probably. It'd be great. Yeah. Oh, man. They could smoke it with their prehensile feet. Yeah. He has, he has a shirt on, but you don't. No, I don't have a shirt. It's yeah. my house. <laughs> you have a shark that's wearing a shirt yeah. in this scenario. Shark's got a tee. Yeah. Baby doll you? shark tee. <laughs> do you have anything? Do you have, do you have any thoughts about? The shark prefers the little cap sleeves. Yeah. Why it likes a baby doll. Like a baseball t-shirt. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on the issues we've been discussing uh, up to and including my fish shirt? Uh, My main thought is, did you guys know that Stevie Wonder's first name is Stevland? No. Yeah, I did know that. That's wild. Yeah. That's all I got. That's really good. I mean, that's... You said that, and then I was wanting to say it the, the whole time. Stevland. Stevland. Wow. Have you Stevland guys been, Hardaway by the way, Wonder. Have you guys been to uh, Disneyland to check out Stevland yet? Just opened it. Mm, what? I don't understand this joke. <laughs> Steveland? Yeah, Steveland. The Stevie Wonder, the new oh. Stevie Wonderland at Disneyland. Steve, I, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't understand. <laughs> I've never been to Disneyland. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, interesting. 
Not, not your thing. You I don't, don't have a car. To. Yeah. Feels like a you lot. don't have a child. It's a fucking hassle, man. I, I got a chimp. What do I need to go to Disneyland for? <laughs> That's true. doobies. Yeah. Wait, so let's you, get and back you have to these. Ch- and you have that churro machine. Yeah. <laughs> you have that churro and that baby doll shark tea. Let's get back to Clown Town, David. Yeah. You, so uh, tell me a little bit about the juggalos that you lived with and, and how you came to live with them. Uh, just my hometown is a small town. And there's just. Are we talking about the city of one million? That is Denver, no, Colorado? I'm from Elizabeth, so oh, okay. it's like forty miles as the crow flies. But it's like it's pr- fairly rural, and there's just a bunch of juggalos there. So we, everybody knows, like from high school, everybody knows juggalos. And then yeah, I just ended up living with Rai Rai and Tiana. Wow. Yeah, for two years. Those are traditional juggalos. Tr- yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of the Elizabeth. This checks virus. out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, your story checks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's how true. how uh, how much time did they spend in clown makeup? That's the so that's the crazy part. None. Hmm. Mm. But a lot of t-shirts. Yep. A lot of hockey jerseys. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But no makeup ever. And it doesn't even come up that much that they're just, like, you kind of forget, because they also didn't listen to the music all the time. Like, it wasn't, like, constant, like, they listened to all- Did they listen to, did they listen to, was their top artist on Psychopathic Records the ICP themselves? No one's is. Okay. That's a- Oh, interesting. Like, it's like, in the community, it is acknowledged that other people are better rappers than ICP. I would imagine- Twisted. Yeah. Oh, okay. Twisted is like there you the go. best. I was gonna guess that the most popular, the most popular rapper among Juggalos. I was gonna guess Tech Nine. They do love Tech Nine. There is the Kansas a City strange, Tech Nine. Yeah. There's a strange crossover. It's because it's it's called gore. Uh, what do they call it? Gorecore or something like horrorcore. There's horror a core song. Rap. So there's this, both 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 of those options are hard to say. Yeah, both gorecore and horrorcore. I don't like either of them. No. When my son, hard to say when you have a mouthful of Starburst, <laughs> which I often do. Yeah, well, I mean, not unlike most Juggalos. Juggalos love Starburst. <laughs> that's that's true <laughs> right? too. Just the Starburst and Fago. Yeah. Um, when my son was in preschool, I, I I would drive him to preschool every day. And I got this E-40 album that had a song on it called Zombie with uh, Tech 9 and uh, somebody else. It was E-40, Tech 9, and somebody else. Man, he really does the craziest collaborations. I love it. He, he, he really – he'll, he'll get out there. He's all about cross-marketing. <laughs> and um, it was at a time when my son was just – short of understanding what a song was about. And also, my oldest child, my daughter, she is just, she is just, like, music has just started to open up for her, and she's seven. Like, she previously would just block it out, completely ignore it, no matter what it was. Yeah, so I could play any rap music in the car, whatever. Didn't even. It didn't even register for her. And Oscar was my five-year-old, who was then three and a half, four. Um, I I I felt like I still had six months before he would be able to tell what the words were, and he would start saying swears and right. and talking about shooting people. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, so I thought I was safe with this E40 album. E40 doesn't really talk, E40 swears a fair amount, but he doesn't really talk about shooting people. No, or it's, it's, it's yeah. more just about fun fun stuff he can do. Yeah, and it's hustling and ambition. Yeah. 
Great. Yeah, exactly. Good values. Good These values. Good va- Kids need to learn to hustle. But my son These Oscar days of the gig economy. became obsessed with this horrorcore song on the E-40 album. E- it's Brother Lynch Hung. That's the other rapper. Oh, on man. It. Brother Lynch Hung is scary. Yeah, so it is so weird. And he just liked the idea that it was about zombies. The song's called Zombie. Yeah. Oh. Kids do kind of like zombies, don't they? Yeah. Maybe not understanding, like, that they're like in a state of living death and kind of how terrifying right. that yeah. is, the, right? You know, not, not you know, not having your soul at rest. Yeah, those parts escape them. It's just kind of a funny, the thing, funny yeah. thing that walks weird. Uh, there's a part where you, a monster, zombie, ghoul, or fiend. That's the does E forty chorus. Say that? No, it's a sample in the chorus. Oh, okay, okay. And that they that is looped, and Oscar became completely obsessed with it. And I've listened to that song twenty five thousand times because Oscar <laughs> demands it. And I've been over the past year, I've had to like trick him into not listening to it because I don't, I can't like block him from listening to it. Because if I do, then he'll get more interested in listening to it. Right, right, right. So I have to kind of play other Brother and Chung songs. Walk it. <laughs> walk it back but there's this one part in the song that I think about a lot because the whole song is burned into my head and it's where Tech 9 says I'ma be drama free like my mama be mm-hmm. and I'm like well, my mama is I think of that every time my mama is not drama free sure <laughs> which is at <laughs> when all when your times. mama brings the drama <laughs> oh, I have a, a fucking drama mama not mm, drama mama sure yes and so like whenever my mom is trying to start shit <laughs> I'm thinking about I God. I wish I had Tech Nine's mom. Tech Nina's mm, mom sure. is so, so drama yeah. free. That's how he became a, a man who learned to rap that fast and named himself after a gun. Yeah, David. How 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 much drama does your mama bring to the table? Mid range. Mid range. Okay. Mid range. Nice, cer- comfortable. Yeah. Medium. Yeah, it's it's uh, sometimes it's much. She'll stir the pot from time to time. Oh, she gets in there. Mm-hmm. She'll get in there. Uh. You know who's drama, who's pretty drama free? Your mama, Gail Morris. Your yeah. mama, yeah. Gail no is super chill. God, she's chill. Yeah, yeah, you have a super chill mom. Yeah. But, is your dad drama? Uh, drama. You know, my dad, my biological dad is yes, covered in drama. So yes. there you go. See? So that's why maybe one parent, yeah, one parent, uh, you know, kind of adopts the drama free position in yeah. the family. It's weird nobody talks about the drama papas, only the drama mamas. Well, I think it's because it doesn't rhyme. Ooh. It's probably a rhyming thing. Yeah. Do you think we should say drama differently? Drama? Yeah. <laughs> then we can talk about our drama papas? Drama yeah. papa. Yeah. Hey, save the drama for your papa. Drama exactly. papa sounds like a place where you, like a daycare for dad. <laughs> <laughs> Let them play with other dads. Yeah. I took him to drop a papa. He got all tired. He for real, though, my, my dad's starting to get a pretty senile. I I I bring him to the drop a papa. Yeah, take him to the drop a papa. Somebody yeah. somebody plays like a game of cards that loops, but they're chill about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Or like somebody talks about Cheers. Mm-hmm. Oh, do papas love Cheers? My, well, mine does. Who's his favorite character? Oh, that's an interesting question. I'm gonna say. I mean, I, I'm gonna say Ted Danson. Really? But maybe Coach. I love Coach. Coach, I love, coach I love is deep. Coach. I really true, love che- Coach. True Cheers yeah, fans. I love pick a coach. coach. It's really amazing that Woody Harrelson is so great on Cheers, and uh, and that that character is so wonderful when it's the same character as another guy, 
who was completely different from Woody Harrelson and really great. Mm. You know what I I mean? Like, how did they thread that? Like, twice. I feel like the great achievement of Cheers, besides being, you know, arguably the greatest sitcom of all time, is they took, they had two characters who were perfect, who left the show, then replaced them with a second perfect character. Yeah, that's never happened. Like, Kirstie Alley, like, I'm, I I have certain, like, I have certain, you know, the, the, the idea that, like, career women can't have it all, that premise for comedy is certainly outdated. Yeah. Uh, but, Kirstie Alley is funny as shit on yeah, Cheers. Kirstie Alley is so she's good. Super funny. And when people are talking about how, like, uh, once Diane left Cheers, you're like, mm. no, fucking Kirstie Alley's funny as shit, too. Can They're I, both great. Can I give you a hot take? Yeah. Not a huge Diane fan. Yeah. Mm. Not a huge Diane fan. That is very hot. Yeah, I'm 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 Kid Christie all the way. I mean I called Kirstie. Boogie on I called Boogie on Reggae Woman a uh, uh, semi classic <laughs> earlier. So <laughs> we're both treading in dangerous waters. Oh, I might and hey guys, I might I might get in there with you. Really? I mean and I'm not listen, this <laughs> here's a take. Yeah, Jordan's about to say he doesn't like cheers. No, I do like cheers. Okay. I when it comes to and this is not just because we're about to visit him. Yeah. But when it comes to Mystery Science Theater, I'm Mike over Joel. Oh, yeah. I'm Mike okay. over Joel. Yeah. And I know that, you know, that might not sit well. Yeah. But you know what? Come at me. Right. Come at me. Do I it. For a green jumpsuit to an orange jumpsuit. I like it. Get spicy. Thank you. I will. Yeah. Yum, yum. Yeah. While we're here, what the fuck is tartar sauce made out of? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, left How turn. About yeah. How about that? But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Joel is very funny as well. Joel's a very good host. I just grew. I I started watching when Mike was the host. Yeah. And they're both very funny. Man, Mike is a better too. host. Sure. There's yeah. a lot of classic Joels. As they're well. both really they're funny. Both great. There's no doubt they're both really funny. Yeah. Nobody has to worry about that. You watch Joel do his shtick on Saturday Night Live when he's 21 years old or whatever, and you're like. Yeah, if this guy's fucking this super guy's funny. And I think relish is in tartar sauce as well. Relish. Okay. So is it mayonnaise and relish? I think that's might... a or is that like an, an in and out burger? Yeah. So tartar sauce is just ground up in and out burgers? Yeah. Is that why it's so good? You heard it here first. Wow. <laughs> now, quick question. What is Soylent Green? Mm. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Sweet, delicious people. <laughs> I believe and, I believe it's mostly people from the Eastern Bloc. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. slobs? Yeah. I mean, okay. you say, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a slur, but it might be. Yeah. If I just tread is, lightly in these. We're very sorry. <laughs> we are very. Who do you think we have more of in the audience, Slavic people or Chuckalos? <laughs> oh, man. I mean. What qualifies? I mean, are we talking about <laughs> ethnically Slavic or are we talking about living in a Slavic nation? Oh, I haven't thought this out. Yeah. Ethnically, I, get, I bet you there's I, I bet you there's more Juggalos that listen than you think. It's a lot of undercover. Yeah, right. I mean, I think like you said. Yeah. I mean, it might be hard to clock a Juggalo. Yeah. Unless you like the could see the Hatchet Man tattoo on their ass. Yeah. Or their neck. Or their neck. I went to high school with a kid who has one on his neck. Wow. In high school? He, uh, he got it like a year after. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, that is some seriously irresponsible tattoo artistry. Well, that's funny. I had a friend who had one on his forearm in high school. In high school. A hatchet man or just a tattoo? A hatchet man and then a riddle box on the other <laughs> floor. What's a riddle box? It's from the great Malenko. This is... we. Can... This is... Some... <laughs> okay. It's deep. Yeah. It's deep. 
This is a really powerful experience. Yeah. Yeah. I think, so the question is more people who, I think if Boy, we limit uh, it we to save, people we have in a segment Slavic that's countries. This. We have a segment that's this. Okay. Should we save it for our next yes. uh, Coliseum? Yes. Okay. So are we doing it now? I no, we're saving it. Okay. It's just really hard for me to think about something else right now because yeah, no, I, I understand. I'm so locked it invades in. your brain. Oh my god, I'm so locked in on this subject matter. What I want to know is how many Slavic juggalos there are. Oh yeah. Do you think? Okay, let me, <laughs> let me put this. Let me put this out there. I think all fantasy everything would kill at the gathering. I think they would too. I bet you. I bet you guys probably have more juggalo fans than, than we do. I could see that. We do like Fago. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's good. There's so many flavors. Have you, yeah. it's I, had, like, I had one and I didn't care for it. What flavor, though? Brown? <laughs> brown Fago? Brown, a nice, that's a nice the cold beauty, brown? That's the beauty of Fago is there's like a billion flavors. Oh, pennies. I pennies, pennies yeah. flavored. Well, that's the problem. Yeah, you get pennies is often out <laughs> oh, of season. Oh, okay. Yeah. Often out of season. Sure. <laughs> Um, <laughs> let's, let's take a break. Yeah. We'll gather our thoughts. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. We're hitting the road, Jordan, on the Summer Boys of Summer Tour. If you're not there, you're either. Uh, a dummy or live in a city that we're not going to. Yeah, or are you going to see My Favorite Murder or whatever? Yeah, maybe we're overlapping with you the podcast. You could do a lot worse. They're very funny. Yeah, very funny show. But if for some reason they're sold out, yeah. well, tickets are still available. I know, what, I know what reason they'd be sold out. Sure. More, much more popular than we are. That's true. But we're playing smaller venues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> much What's smaller. What's cool about it is it's less lucrative. <laughs> yeah. But more intimate for you. Yeah. The viewer. You Especially love if you an go intimate with a lover. experience. Oh, yeah, sure. It's going to kick things Can I off. recommend, Jordan, that everyone go with a lover? Yeah, if you have a lover, mm-hmm. bring them to the show. And I don't, it doesn't have to be a romantic or sexual lover. Mm-hmm. If you just know a cheese lover, for example, bring them. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. You know? <laughs> Um, we are going on tour starting June 12th. We're going to be in Minneapolis, Minnesota uh, with the guys from Rift Tracks, Bill Corbett, Kevin Murphy, and Mike Nelson. June 13th, we're going to be in Chicago with the great Colt Cabana, the great Courtney Enlow, and a GJ set from Jesse himself after the show. That's not like part of the show. No, but after, after the thing. show, you can hang out, drink. I'm going to be spinning uh, 45s. I bought a special box on Amazon. Hey, come! are you going to be showing the box off? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Come and see the box. I actually get a photo with the box. I, Brian, I don't know if Brian didn't tell you this, but mm-hmm. our whole rider for that show just says box spotlight. <laughs> yeah. That's our whole day. We're not even going to have microphones for that show. We're going to have to yell to the audience in total darkness. Ladies and gentlemen, the box. <laughs> yeah. And then you guys are going to go ape shit. God, it's a very nice box. Odyssey is the brand. That's Chicago only. So yeah. if you're in Chicago, you're the only city that's seeing. Well, you. Well, I mean, I guess you could bring the box to other. Stops. No, I don't want somebody to steal my box. Okay, well, so you're <laughs> mailing it back home after the Chicago show? No, I'm going to keep it in the hotel safe. Oh, okay. Yeah. With your jewels. Yeah. Uh, June 14th, we're going to be in Seattle with John Roderick and Ken Jennings. Well, that's pretty good. You're talking about uh, the uh, Ken, the famous podcasters, singer-songwriter, and Jeopardy champion? Yes, those are the same two. Yeah. 
June 15th. June 15th is a very, they're all very special shows. Yeah. And something I like about this tour, something I, is that every show is going to be very unique. Right. And every show is going to be very special. A different lesson learned in every show. Um, At this one, uh, I'm going to get my first period. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to learn the meaning of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, but Portland is a, sp- a particularly special show because we have a Simpsons legend, Bill Oakley. Yeah, that guy invented steamed hams. He sure did. He's also an Instagram uh, food review celebrity. And uh, we have confirmed an erotic hypnotist, Siren Reina. And you've already said that if anyone w- comes to er- erotic hypnotism, that you would be willing to be erotically hypnotized. I am. I don't know exactly what her presentation entails. Right. But if she is willing to erotically hypnotize someone on stage, I will volunteer. Right. I mean, I'm sure it's not typically a stage show, so she'd have to make some adjustments. Sure. It's probably an intimate thing done by <laughs> people in their bedroom. I mean, either way, she's going to make it cluck like a chicken, right? Yeah. I mean, I should hope so. Most... I took a look at so Brian found Siren Reina, mm-hmm. and I took a look at her website. It seems like the main sh- thing she does is hypnotize you into giving her your money. Man, I hope that doesn't happen to me. <laughs> or do I? <laughs> Maybe I do hope it happens to me. Yeah. We'll see in Portland on June fifteenth. Yeah, uh, we're going to be in Brooklyn at the Bell House on June twenty sixth with uh, Matt Rogers, recent guest of this program. Mm-hmm. We're going to have him do his hot, his signature hot or not segment. It's going to be great. Is that a signature thing that he does, or did we just do it on the show? We just did it accidentally one time, but it was the best thing that ever happened in the history of the show. Great, yeah, Brooklyn, that guy's New so York. fucking funny. <laughs> Brooklyn, New York, Matt Rogers, and the great Ted Leo will be yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. Um, in Boston, uh, Ted Leo with us again, and the uh, great comic Lamont Price. Lamont Price, so funny. That guy's so fucking funny. June King of tw- Boston. June 28th in Washington, D.C. with the great Glenn Weldon. G-dubs. And in June 29th in Austin with Griffin and Rachel McElroy. We got a lot of kick-ass guests on this fucking tour. Yeah, every show is special, except for the ones that both have Ted Leo at them. <laughs> Those are extra we, special. We have a very special show coming up in Los Angeles as well. We can't we can't yet announce yes, the details. If you're in the L.A. area, but just know L.A. that just because you could go be seeing Janine Garofalo for three dollars at the fucking Improv Lab or whatever, yeah, doesn't mean you're off the hook for you're coming not to off Jordan the hook. Jesse. Come to the show. It's going to be a fucking blast. It's going to be great. We have a lot of fun surprises planned. We've got an opening act. Ooh, yeah. Two acts. Great. Yeah, two acts on this show. Don't leave after they get off stage. We're entertainers, Mm -hmm. Jordan. Uh, You can get tickets for all of these shows at MaximumFun.org slash SummerBoysOfSummer. MaximumFun.org slash SummerBoysOfSummer. Can I say one more thing? Yes, you may. If you're a Jordan Jesse Go listener, you're a member of the press. Mm Mm-hmm. Why don't you holler at Brian at MaximumFun.org? We'll do, at him. we'll do press. Yeah, what do you, what do you, are you, we'll do, what do you write for the interview? local paper? We got fucking beautiful pictures. So beautiful. Friend Lizelle took some gorgeous pictures. Uh, are you, are you, do you book entertainment segments for the local news? Yeah, we're going to the local news. Well, totally. Are you? We'll do a great job. We won't swear. I know how to not swear. We both know how to not swear. We've both been on live, live television we'll and radio. We'll do a cooking segment. I would love to do a cooking segment. But do you you know the... what I like to use? The slow cooker. Let's do that. Let's make sure. slow cooker carnitas. Just sit there while it's slow cooked? Well, you slow cook one the night before. So oh, you, you could bring it out. And this is what it looks like after. That's just good producing. Yeah. Uh, MaximumFun.org slash Summer Boys of Summer. Come out and see us. It will be a lot of fun. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan and Jesse Go.
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Slacks Milwaukee, attorney at law. Oh, shit. <laughs> Help me, Slacks. <laughs> I'm drowning. I know this is not your area of expertise, but you're the only one around. I'm Maybe willing to help. sue the ocean. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> Thanks, Slacks. <laughs> oh, David Borey. Last week on the show, no, by the way, you Jordan. Do, you can do the, slack, do the Slacks thing. Okay. Last week on the show, I, t- I talked with uh, Nick Adams and Liz Gilbert mm-hmm. about this guy who was at the Lucha Libre match that I went to in Mexico mm-hmm. City who just looked like a guy who would who would have a long career as a character actor but only play doctors and lawyers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I t- compared him to, oh, like that one guy who only plays doctors and lawyers in everything and he's always great. And I couldn't remember what his name was. And someone on the Reddit just immediately posted, oh, you were thinking of this person. It was totally – I had to Google their name. Yeah. It was still unfamiliar to me, but I Googled it. It was absolutely that guy. Now, what was that guy's name? Don't remember. (laughs) Hey, our Reddit's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a fun Reddit. Speaking of which – Yes. We have some stuff to settle. Mm. We have some shit to settle. Right. So a couple weeks ago on the program. There's some floating shits Ooh. in, in our, this pool. Yeah. Where I'm drowning. Help me, Slacks. <laughs> I got to sue the shits first. <laughs> right. Then the municipal pool. Then, so I would probably sue the toilets Oh, for not being there when somebody needed them. Yeah. Come on, toilets. Do your job. Yeah. yeah. So we got, this, we got this segment on the show called Coliseum, Bory. Here's how it works. Uh, we just are asking people stuff about their lives and counting them. Okay. So this past this past program, two two shows ago, when when Jordan and I were together, along with our guest Baron Vaughn, love him. We, oh, who, who doesn't? What a joy! <gasps> yeah. Caught him in an episode of Tuca and Birdie the other day. Hey, hey, there's there's our friend Baron Vaughn. He's on all Netflix shows, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's always great. Always does a great, great job. Great in Lillehammer. Baron Vaughn. My dad likes Lilyhammer. I bet. It seems like, <laughs> yeah. seems like something you would do at the dad daycare. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. You corral the dads. <laughs> you put on a Lilyhammer. What was it? The Papa maybe, Dropper? Uh, the, yeah. Right. The, drop at, a the, pop? at the Drop a Papa. Drop a Papa. Throw out some Lilyhammer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe some Steely Dan for yeah. their nap time. Yeah. Sure. Well, actually, that might get them too pumped. Yeah. Maybe for nap time, you put on... Maybe like, uh, what do you put on for dad? Boston. Yeah, no, Boston's gonna get them pumped. They're gonna get. Oh, they're gonna get too hyped. How do you? How do the you Doobie settle? Brothers? How do you settle a dad? Ooh. Do the Dubes get them settled? No, I can't. I think this. What pump... about the Almond Brothers? Maybe it's the. Who's Almond. saying Ramblin' Man? Maybe the it's Almond the Joys. Almond, the Almond Joys. The Almond Joys. Yeah. So. <laughs> We tried to get... Hey, out there, do you know how to settle down a dad? 206-984-4-FUN. How do you settle down your dad? My dad's been colicky lately. Mm, sure, yeah. <laughs> My of... dad shit his pants. Oh, wow. Because of the diaper. So, <laughs> here's... You feel it's the diaper's fault? Yeah. I, well, you know, Slacks, slacks Milwaukee. <laughs> I, can't, I got this legal brain. I can't turn somebody. it off. Yeah. I'm coming for you, Pampers. Okay. <laughs> so we were shooting for, our goal in this Coliseum was experiences that exactly 15 people in our audience had. Right. Jordan, do you want to tell, tell America and David Borey what, yes. what your idea was? I think that... 15 people in our audience have had a bad experience at a Blink-182 concert. Specifically a bad experience. At era? What era? Uh, Does it matter the era? Yeah, for, over the course of their career, 
Um, okay. Any lineup of Blink-182 will do. Okay. Um, so, yeah, and this doesn't have to be that the concert was bad, although it can be bad sound. But, you know, but just like it was hard to park, uh, you know, somebody spilled a beer on you, something okay. like that. Yeah. Mine, they played too much late late periods. Initially, I was going to go with have ridden on a hovercraft. Ooh. But I changed it at the last minute. And apparently, and this is why the Reddit was so important, the Reddit let me know, apparently there was a hovercraft that went over the English Channel. (laughs) When? And almost all English people have been on a hovercraft because they took a hovercraft to Paris. Wow. To Gay Paris. And why wouldn't it be gay? They're happy they got that hovercraft. (laughs) Sure. Their own fucking hovercraft, or half of it anyway. I guess half of it belongs to each nation, technically. I don't know. Am I thinking about the right kind of hovercraft? (laughs) Yeah, like the kind that goes on water or land. Yeah, and like the bottom looks inflatable. Yeah. Everybody's taking that over there? Apparently so. What will they That's what Reddit this? said. I didn't check in. We should, I could have I could have checked in with a, maybe a Josie Long. Yeah. So, so you're saying it, you do you so you think it's been it was good that you changed your answer because that would have put you way over 15. Yeah. Okay. So I changed my answer to overall have been to see Tony Tony Tony. Okay. 15? And I will say this. I've never been to see Tony Tony. I'm a big Tony 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 fan. Do they play together anymore? So I, we included with or without Raphael Sadiq. So when in the early, in the mid 90s, Raphael Sadiq left the band. Yeah, they replaced him with Tony the Tiger. Yes. <laughs> the third. <laughs> right. Tony Danza was <laughs> Tony in it for Danza. a while. Tony, it's a dream yeah. team. <laughs> he can sing. He's a, guy, he's a talented guy. Um, you know what? The thing about Tony Tiger, the Tony the Tiger area. Era. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. A lot of good stuff. It's great. I would characterize it as great. Yeah. A lot of people don't know this, but let's get down their last big hit with DJ Quick. Uh, people think that that's Raphael Sadiq singing lead vocals, but he'd already left the band. That's Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Wow, yeah. That's why at the end he says that the song is terrific. <laughs> terrific. <laughs> and you know what? There's some good shit when Ch- Shalhoub was in the band. <laughs> yeah. Shalhoub yeah. was, was, nice it was experimental. Right. I prefer the Shalhoub years. Oh, okay. Yeah. You you, you you have always, you've always liked analog synth. Yeah, that's just me. That's yeah. how I was raised. Right. Use phrase to respect analog synthesizers. Yeah, sure. In my household. Love the Shalhoub. Yeah. <laughs> the Shalhoub era. Yeah. A lot of good stuff in there. How do you feel about the Tony Blair years? <laughs> uh, you know what? Not a fan. Yeah, kind of centrist. Centrist yeah. liberal policies sure. are not your thing. Yeah. yeah. Kowtowing to big business and everything. Yeah, I don't know enough about the guy one... to joke about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, special relationship? Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. Special that, relationship. That was their hit. Slow jam their of the time. Slow jam was special relationship. Girl, you and me got a special relationship. <laughs> yeah. Let's go down to number 10 Downing Street. Whoop, now we're away. Okay. <laughs> that's where some British government happens, I yeah, imagine. Yeah, a prime, prime minister's residence. Ah, uh, sure, oh, that's sure, where he sure, lives? Sure, sure. Might have got the number wrong, but I think I it's have number a question. 10 Downing Street. How many other addresses of world leaders do you know? Well, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Well, I got yeah, that, that one. one. We all got that's that locked one. That's locked and loaded. Yeah, that's done. <laughs> That's that's what that's why that's why I got the two. Oh, okay, that was pretty good though. Why do you think the prime minister of Canada lives? Do you think he even has a palace? He probably just lives in an apartment in Vancouver. I think he's just gotten. I think he's got like a cabin. He's got a pied a terre in mm-hmm. Regina. Yeah, uh... <laughs> so did I. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? There's of course one Eiffel Tower way. Some kind yeah. of foot sex, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, getting jacked off with a foot. Well, it's just I, I thought it was when you step on a bunch of berries. Oh yeah, which can so, be very erotic. Somebody as just well. watches. 
Yeah. That's my number one sex thing. <laughs> berry stomping? Yeah. You absolutely. look like a berry stomper from way Well, back. I would say berry stomping is number two. Number one would probably be wine grapes. <laughs> sure. That's because I'm sophisticated. That's fair. And number me? three is olives. Sure. And me, I'm a peach puncher. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You get right into that pit. Ooh, oh, yeah. my God. I it's a, hard not I to finish a, right there. I had a boater the whole time I was in Georgia. <laughs> my cousin got kicked out of high school. They caught him peach punching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you got to, no, I mean, stick, you know, that's, it's, it's for not your, for school. It's for your bedroom. Yeah. You certainly it's don't want to be doing intimate. it in a football practice. No, 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 no. absolutely not. So, what are we talking about? <laughs> so, uh, and, and then Baron Vaughn. Yeah. Had a third suggestion. Yeah, it was how many people have been to a specific, uh, like, world-renowned Indian restaurant in Tur- Vancouver? I think it was, it was Vancouver. Vancouver, British Columbia. Yeah. He said only 15? Yeah. He believed that 15 Jordan Jesse Go listeners had been to this restaurant. Brian Fernandez, our producer, Sunny D. Hey. Brian, what was the name of the restaurant? Vidges. Vidges Indian Restaurant. And it's known because it has a, a Michelin star, but it's very affordable. Mm. Okay. Okay. I wonder he, how many of our listeners have been to that restaurant, Lotus of Siam, mm. in Las Vegas. You ever been to that restaurant? No. Does it have a Michelin star? That's a Thai restaurant. I don't know if it has a Michelin star, but it's just like a, fam- it's like a famous thing to do in Las Vegas, go to Lotus of Siam. Mm. It's have like a thing to, Jonathan Gold was really into. Have you ever been to Curry Boys in the Castro? No, I haven't been to Curry Boys. Like three, I've been to Hamburger seats. Mary's. Hamburg- yeah, great. Curry yeah. Boys, fantastic. Oh. I just wanted to talk with you guys. No, this is fun to talk. <laughs> I like this. It's what the show's all about. Yeah. David, do you, I mean, you've been on the show um, uh, a number of times. You're a beloved returning guest. Thank People you. ask for you constantly, and we try and bring them as much of you as possible. Um, do you kind of know the audience? Of these three things, does one of these seem like the right answer to you? I think. Because here's the thing. If it's world-renowned, I got to think that there's going to be more than 15 people who went to it. I think we have a lot of Canadians, So I think too. that one's... Do you? I, I think we just... I mean, to me, just like... I mean, it's so hard to say without, like, looking at the data. And God forbid I would never do that. Yeah. Look at the podcast data. Like, where people are. Just like when I see people chatting about the show online, they are always Canadians. Mm-hmm. And I think that they, people, our audience are also foodies. You know, so Dave think... and Graham, I think, who live in Vancouver, mm-hmm. I don't think they listen. Mm-hmm. But Dave's dog, Grandpa, the little dog with one eye. Yeah. Oh, he named a dog he's Grandpa. A, he's good. a big fan. It's really good. Yeah. Grandpa's old now, but he used to be a puppy. My dad's name is Grandpa. Oh, yeah. There you go. Has <laughs> <laughs> that always been his name? Yeah. Grandpa Dad. <laughs> is he upset that you haven't fulfilled the prophecy? <laughs> yeah, he's pissed. <laughs> What am I going to do with this fucking mug? That's not how it does. <laughs> it costs four dollars. Yeah. Down the tube. Goodwill doesn't just take shit back. You know that. I'm number four at best. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry for starting all this dropper. <laughs> oh man. I uh, okay. So I think yeah, fifteen is a small number. Yeah. Tony, I think it's I think Tony, Tony, Tony. I'm relying on the overwhelming. So I think both Jordan and I are relying on overwhelming whiteness. Mm-hmm. But I think for Jordan to have had enough, I mean, I think Jordan knows from his experience of any time he talks about uh, pop punk or ska or any of the any of, any of the uh, more melodic punk variants, mm-hmm. there's a big response. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's done a canny thing. By narrowing it to bad experiences. Mm-hmm. 
I think that is a real insight that Jordan has had. Because I think probably, however you feel about Blink-182, I think that at the bare minimum, there are a lot of Jordan Jesse Go listeners who went to that concert when they were 15. Right. Or there are probably a fair number who, who go now still. War tour. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but I think at bare minimum, there's a lot who went when they, when they were 15. Yeah. And I think by narrowing it to a bad experience, I think most people are going to have a good experience at that concert. Sure. Yeah. But I think, you, I think you've done the right thing. Like I think you took it from, a, from 100 or 150 down to 15 very strategically. Mm-hmm. I'm just relying on the fact that anytime I talk about any music I like, no one responds at all. Okay. But I I <laughs> disagree I disagree with that so hard. Really? I think you're selectively looking. I think you you have an outsider feeling that you take to these. Cuz I feel like when you talk about deep cut stuff like that, not yeah. that Tony Tony is a deep cut. Yeah. But I feel like yeah, every time yeah. you do it like I can't believe Jesse mentioned this. Okay. Anyway, I, I think you I occasionally I think get, I'll get a good I'll get a good response to uh occasionally when I when I talk about uh well, when we both talk yeah. about Jim Abbott. <laughs> sure, yeah. Jim, people love hearing about Jim Abbott. Jim Abbott. Oh man, Against All Odds was the name of his book. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I, yeah, bought, I think people I, I think people love to talk music with you about this show and I don't know I don't know why. It feels to me like you're selectively blocking it out. Okay. I maybe think I am. Yeah. Anyway. Well, maybe I, maybe I made a blunder then. I don't know. How many people have seen Because yeah. the Tonys have been touring, sure. and the Tonys also have been touring state fairs, and, you know, they're playing, they're playing good crowds of miscellaneous people. I sure. think that they did those, you know those free concerts at Stern Grove yeah. in the park? I yeah. think they did that. Yeah, I'm sure they did that. Yeah, I'm I confident saw, they did that. I saw Del the Funky Homo Sapien there. Once. That's a terrible concert. Yeah, <laughs> it, you don't realize how many songs he doesn't have. Yeah, very <laughs> bad performer. Yeah, and just yeah, it, and he was. This was when he was going by Deltron Thirty Thirty. Uh huh. Waste of a Sunday, really. I think that I probably talked on Jordan Yesigo about the time I went to a Dell concert and he just did skateboard tricks for fifteen minutes <laughs> with no music. But like, just skate. It was probably a. 12 foot wide stage or 15 foot wide stage basically no shoes skateboarding back and forth across the stage kind of doing kickflips whoa for a solid 10 or 15 minutes what was the show it was a fucking Dell show. Oh, he it was a headliner. His show. And then he didn't do Mr. Dabalina. You asshole. I was like, what the fuck? So, you have one song, Dell. Uh, I mean, I guess he's in Gorillas and they're like a multi platinum. Who cares about the Gorillas? You went anyway. to a Dell show. Anyway, Brian, can you tell us a little bit about how things turned out? Yeah, so I'll tell you a couple of the stories and then we'll go uh, through the numbers here. Um, the Blink 182 stories were the the best. Um, it's as far as quality of story. Yeah, just they had the most. Like, because sure. Vidges doesn't really have a story. It's just we went yeah, there. It's a good restaurant. Um, yeah. Also, Tony, Tony, Tony. They're like, well, they played anniversary, and I felt amorous. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, think, I will say, I think every Tony, Tony, Tony person saw them for free. Yeah, <laughs> it's Damn. like a state fair kind yeah. of a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I would pay. I mean, look, if Ray Ray gets back. Mm-hmm. In Tony, Tony, Tony. They kick Shalhoub out. You got all three of the Tonys. All three Tonys. Dwayne, mm-hmm. Raphael Sadiq, other Tony whose name I'm forgetting right mm-hmm. now. I'll, I pay for that concert in a second. I'm right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I paid, for, I paid to see Salt and Pepper at the fair once. There you go. Well, I paid to get in the fair. Right. Yeah. This they is free within mission. Were, yeah, Alameda yeah. County. Maybe you had to, like, uh, you know, like get there a little bit early. Yeah, well, I, I, I spent some time on the footsie-wootsie. 
Uh, what's Wait, that? You know the thing? What, David, don't push it. <laughs> <laughs> you never done a footsie once? No, I don't know what that is. Where you put the quarter in and it shakes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Love it. Yeah, a foot massage chair. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we got. Uh, we also did get some hovercraft responses. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one guy was real upset. He said, "You sons of bitches! I've ridden in a hovercraft multiple times. This was my moment." Uh, <laughs> don't call us names. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another guy but said. But to be fair, we really fuck with this guy's dream. That's true. We did. We didn't even mention his name now. <laughs> I don't know it. He's anonymous. Yeah. Uh, another person has a whole thing. Uh, I am sad you did not keep hovercraft on here. I have built a hovercraft with a team of people back in sixth grade as part of a nerd competition, Destination Imagination. Wow. This hovercraft could go on grass or gym floor, but we kept having issues when we put it on the road. In college, however, the largest hovercraft manufacturer was down the road in Terre Haute, Indiana. Our freshman floor got to tour the plant and take rides on these things while a super eccentric old man tried to sell them to college freshmen, freshmen in crippling debt. So Yeah, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. That's wow. awesome. Mm-hmm. You know what's you know what's weird to me? You know who the big you know who it is in Terre Haute, Indiana? Mother's cookies. Oh yeah. Really? Sure. The uh, famous circus iced, cookies? Iced oatmeal cookies huh. and then they also make the hovercrafts. Wow. Yeah. Man, another hot take. I don't like mother's cookies. They're whack cookies. Yeah, yeah they don't Great go good with baseball cards, yeah. bad cookies. Don't go good with milk. Yeah. Not for me. There's a li- those are like, you know, you're 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 feeling like you have low blood sugar and somebody put them out. Yeah. I think yeah, they're yeah, good yeah. for kind of maybe getting a little pep up. I think mother's cookies may be a regional food. I think that may be a west coast. Oh, maybe. I mean, I'm including Denver here. Okay. I think that may be a western food. Uh, just think of uh, something else that an old lady brought to the snacks after church. What if a cookie had a fellowship what or if whatever? A cookie it's called had a church. fine wax film on it. Yeah, 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 exactly. But it had a like... great rounded corner baseball card. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, what um, else do we got? Uh, so, uh, so a lot of hovercraft. A couple hovercrafts, okay. this, um, and uh, there is actually. The, uh, I'll play a call here from somebody who went to Vidges. Uh, this is the uh, one good Vidges story that we got here. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, Brian, and guest. Uh, my name is Brandon. And about nine years ago, um, my wife was very pregnant, about seven or eight months pregnant, and we decided to go up to Vancouver and uh, have a weekend alone before the baby came. And uh, we went to Vidya's restaurant one night, and uh, they have a dish there called the Punjabi heart attack, a spicy little shot of cashews and other stuff like that. And uh, we had that, and that evening... I had what felt like a heart attack. Ended up in the hospital in downtown Vancouver for about four days. Uh, got checked out and everything, and it turned out I had a viral, uh, a viral uh, infection of my heart, and everything was okay. But after eating at Vidges and having a Punjabi heart attack, it felt like I had had a heart attack and uh, scared everybody quite a bit. Ruined the trip. My wife still. Uh, Says I owe her that trip to Vancouver. So there you go. I've been to Vidges. Thanks a lot. When I went to <laughs> why is uh, your wife being mean to you about your heart attack? Yeah, <laughs> I mean to seems like you have a bad marriage, fella. When also, I went, before the baby's born, every weekend's a weekend alone. Yeah, yeah that's true. When I went to Lotus of Siam, that restaurant mm-hmm. in yeah. uh, Las Vegas, that's the first time I ever ate food that made my inside hurt. Mm, sure. You Was it just I mean? spicy? It was just crazy spicy. Man, it was just I, mad spicy. I feel like I've never fucked with anything that spicy, though. It was so spicy that inside my body hurt. 
Really? Not just my high? butt. My butt also hurt. Yeah, I mean, that's a given. But inside my body hurt. I'm, but I'm not a practiced spicy food eater. I mean, oh, like, I'm a nor- yeah. I'm a, not an anti-spicy food. I'm probably uh, uh, maybe a little better than the average American, but I'm not one of those people that eat spicy food as a, as a hobby. Okay, see, I'm a spice man. Oh, well, I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't uh, help but recommend Lotus of Siam in Las Vegas. I uh, I like to go to Jitlada here in L.A., which is kind yeah. of a similar thing. It's a uh, you know a a Thai place that has a lot of like you know authenticery stuff that is like yeah. really intense, very and, famous restaurant. Sure, uh, it's yeah, and I feel like when I get a thing there, I'm like something in here. Will make my butt hurt, yes. but I can't tell what it's going to yeah, be. Which one of these? That's is it this the, string of green balls? Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's a real kind of Russian roulette, but with diarrhea. When I was in Laos, I remember just the complicated. So I don't speak Lao, but my boss Vorison was, mm-hmm. was is Lao, and uh, my then boss Vorison is currently Lao mm-hmm. and was at the time. Okay, and uh, when he would order food for me at like a restaurant or something. I would see him have this extended conversation with the person, and he would always explain it. He's like, I'm trying to get them to give you the white people version. Right. And then when it would come, I would eat it very graciously. It was just a turkey sandwich? No. I would be like- <laughs> it's a pack of mother's cookies. <laughs> I would be like bleeding out of my eyes. Really? <laughs> like I would, and this was like after the after Vor would have like a, a like seriously like a 60, 90 second interchange with the person about how not spicy they should make it. And I would just be like, this is literally the spiciest thing. This is spicier than the spiciest spicy thing I've ever ordered in a Thai restaurant. I feel this like, is spicier than eating a chili pepper. This is, you know. I feel like Americans, we have a low spice tolerance. Yeah, I mean, relatively speaking. Yeah. Except for the people for whom it is a weird game. Yeah, and then that's even weirder. But, like, like my mom can only eat spicy. What? Where is your mom from? Sierra Leone. Is Sierra Leone a nation of spicy foods? Oh, they love it. What kind of spicy foods do they eat? Oh, uh, they call it pepper soup. It's just like... <laughs> yeah. Not, not very complicated. Uh, you know, it's just like a stew that they put over rice. Just ground black pepper and water. Yeah. It feels, it feels like you get beat up, though, eating. It's like... It's like really spicy, but my mom will eat habaneros and like she can't even eat pizza without putting like cayenne pepper on it. Wow. Yeah, she's like whatever. What's the opposite of a white person? My mom. <laughs> <laughs> but no drama. No drama. Mid range. Mid range. Medium drama. High spice tolerance. High spice tolerance. Well, uh, what what else we got over there, Brian? So the Blink-182 concerts, it was a lot of miserable uh, stories here. Somebody broke <laughs> somebody oh, broke, wow. broke a collarbone. Wow. A lot of people throwing up or getting thrown up on. Yeah. Wow. Um, getting thrown up on. Yeah. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. But I can see it happening at the Blink-182 concert. Sure. Makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, one person said uh, he, in, in college, they came through on their Take Off Your Pants and Jacket tour, mm-hmm. and I invited a friend I had made online in AOL chat rooms. It turns out to it turned out to be one of the most awkward evenings of my life. There was an absolutely no chemistry between us at any level, and yet we had to spend the entire evening together because her father had dropped her off. I had also lied to her for some reason that I was two years older than my real age, which at this point would have made me 21 in her mind, leaving me to think up excuses why I couldn't go buy us beer. Oof. Wow. Yeah. AOL date. ASL, am I right? 
And then uh, another person uh, said they uh, they never showed up to play. It was 2015, and, they, <laughs> and Blink-182 had broken up but not told anyone yet. So they canceled their performance at a Tsunami Benefit concert the morning of. Damn, I was a, I was wow. a young teen, and the band was my world, so I was devastated. Since my parents paid for the tickets, they still made me go. I don't remember anything about the concert except that I cried the whole time. Oh my that god! Is an awful bad, story. That's, that's a brutal. Bad yeah, that's so experience. terrible. That's horrible. No. I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable by how bad it was. Yeah, that's, that's the like, worst. My mom still has resentment over a concert, a Nina Simone concert that she went to in like 1968 mm-hmm. or whatever, where Nina came on, played one song, looked at the audience, and left. Wow. My mom is still like, "Fuck Nina Simone forever." That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. My mom saw Bob Dylan uh, once, and she said she hated it. It doesn't seem like it would be a good show. Yeah, she said she it doesn't had a seem like a showman. Time. She said everybody was stoned, which I was like, cool. And she's like, what? <laughs> she's great. Um, we got. We have one call here. Yeah. A Blink One Eighty Two call here. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and a third person who is neither Jordan nor Jesse. Nailed it. Um, my name's Hayden. I'm from Sacramento, and I am calling in for the Coliseum. Because I had a negative experience at a Blink-182 concert. My friends and I went a couple years ago, and it was a few hours away from home. Uh, And we had to park in an overflow lot that was about a mile from the venue. And uh, after the show, we decided to kind of wait out the traffic. So it was late, and it was dark, and we finally got back to the car, and it won't start. So we unsuccessfully flagged someone down to jump it. Couldn't start it still. Called AAA. They couldn't start it either. They couldn't figure out why. So I decided, well, I guess I'm going to have to tow it. But I didn't want to tow it a few hours, so I was going to tow it to, like, a Denny's or something and then stay in a Motel 6. Uh, And after hours and hours and hours and hours of trying to get this thing to start and waiting for the tow truck and waiting for everything, uh, the tow truck guy is putting it on the truck and realizes that uh, it has a kill switch, which basically prevents people from stealing it and turns off the starter. And when I got out of the car, I hit it with my knee. (laughs) So it was now six in the morning and we'd been waiting for hours and we were exhausted and we were coming down from being stoned and it was the worst. And then we went to Denny's and had some breakfast and... Uh, Smash Mouth by All Star was playing mm-hmm. and someone apparently put like 20 bucks in the jukebox because that is the only song that played the entire time we were at breakfast. <laughs> so that was my experience at the Blink-182 concert. Okay, bye. From now on, it's definitely called Smash Mouth by All Star. 100% forever for everyone. Yeah. We're all, you're, every single person listening to this is re- legally yeah. required now. One, two, three, jinx. You have to call yeah. it Smash, Smash Mouth, Mouth by, by All Star. Forever, I love it. I mean, that kind of sounds like a you know a net positive night. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> like, know. like maybe you like what the I'm thing is, was kind of a bummer. Yeah, but, uh, I'm hearing friendship. The rest of it sounds great. I'm hearing you went to Denny's. Yeah, I'm hearing you have some type of a James Bond car with a kill switch. What? Yeah, what is that? I've never I've heard of. Also, that. never heard of that. God, what's what's great? What's wild about it is that she definitely bought a used neon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was like the perfect, right? But you're driving a used neon to the Blink-182 concert when you're... I have so many questions, too. Where was the concert if they were in Sacramento? 
Where did you drive to three hours away to see Blink-182? Concord yeah. Pavilion, baby. <laughs> that's not three hours. Okay, that's that's got to be like... Maybe it was in Reading. I hope not. It's yeah. three hours from the sack, yeah. right? Did yeah, that's probably Blink-182 right. play the Monterey Bay Aquarium? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Maybe. Maybe. They're like, great news. We brought transparent (laughs) aluminum. (laughs) Star Trek 4 humor. Okay, so when my wife was pregnant with uh, Gracie, we went to see the National Mm -hmm. at, I'm going to say... It was at the Greek theater that's in in Griffith Park. Yeah. We'd see the the National at, at the Griffith Theater. And I like the National about as much as I like other indie rock bands I like, which is it's it's nice. And they're nice they're nice men. And uh we got like press tickets. So we yeah, we had pretty nice tickets and we got and we got there and we we're gonna watch the national. And Teresa loves the national. And we got about two songs in and Teresa was like seven months pregnant and she says, This music makes me feel like I'm gonna throw up, we have to leave. Whoa. So I was like, you know, it wasn't, it, you know, it's not, it's, I, I like the national, but I was fine to leave. It was fine. You know, my wife's pregnant. I'm not worried about it. It's not like we were leaving a Tony, Tony, Tony concert. Yeah. I mean, that would have been. We walk out to our car and we realize that the parking is stacked. Mm. So we just had to sit in the car, but we couldn't go back in because Teresa really was. So we just sat in the car for two oh, and a half hours. Oh, man. <laughs> Waiting. <laughs> Waiting for the concert to finish that's, so we could unpark our car. That's when you crank the Tony, Tony, Tony. I know. Have your own little know. concert. Should have yeah. got down in that black Chevrolet. Yeah. Uh, Brian, do you want to tell us yeah, the numbers? Yeah, let's run down the numbers here. So, um, we, you know, it's been a couple weeks now, and uh, Vidges got a real bump in the second week because I think people went there after hearing this <laughs> show. <laughs> You guys should get a gift certificate. Well, oh, Baron sounds like he knows what he's talking about. It sounds sure, like a yeah. nice place. <laughs> I mean, he's on Grace and Frankie, isn't he? Sure. And uh, House of Cards and yeah. Lilyhammer. Uh, Lily Hammer and Scrotal Recall. <laughs> At the end of the first week, there was twenty-four vidges, and then they added eight more just this this last week here. So uh, that is wow. Yeah. That is dramatically more than I had imagined. Me I know too. that you think everyone is Canadian and everything. I was thinking six. Oh, interesting. Oh. Yeah. yeah, so we're at 32 on that one. So I don't know if we're at Price is Right rules, it, where if you go over, it doesn't count. Um, I think let's just do closest. I mean, if it's like, if it's, if, if they're like equally between two, maybe we'll do the one that didn't go over. But I think let's just do closest. Yeah, I think closest is right. I, I got to fuck with this Vidges. This Vidges is sounding great. Sounds great, yeah. I'm next... getting ready to buy a plane ticket, go up, hit this Vidges. I had a nice Ethiopian meal in uh, Vancouver. Yeah. Let's double down. Let's do Vidges. And, yeah, we should get the, uh, get I the want the Punjabi attack. heart attack. Yeah, get the heart and attack. And there's two locations now, so, uh, you know, oh, you, can, nice. uh, you can hit the yeah. second is, one. It's uh, not as busy. Is there any chance the other one's in Pasadena? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they're both Canada. Okay. Um, uh, so uh, the Tony, Tony, Tony. Uh, there were four. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and there were five hovercrafts. Five hovercrafts. Okay. Four people I've been to a Tony 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 concert. Hmm. They, you know, they got hit records. Sure. Hit if I records. had no loot. Hmm. It never rains in Southern California. There's a list. Anniversary is a classic song. That's a song. That's a classic. That's the greatest anniversary song of all time. Whoa, brother. Is there a competition for a, a different anniversary song? I can't think of another anniversary song right now. Blink-182 got any, Jordan? Do they have a... 
I don't know. Good question. I actually don't like Blink-182. You don't? I don't. Uh-uh. I think that, <laughs> yeah. You just hate them? Yeah, I don't hate them. They're just not, they're not my thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, and but I, I think like, just because I grew up going to a lot of those kinds of shows, I have accidentally seen them a lot. Right, At right. your warped tours and what have you. Yeah. There was also a period where you and your like high school buddies would just go to any concert that was in town because you knew how to get in the back door. Yeah, sure, yes. We definitely, we, we knew oh, how to, we fair. found out how to sneak into a few outdoor venues. Is that how you saw Tony, Tony, Tony? <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I uh, stuck into the Orange County Fair. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I do. Yeah, but uh, I, uh, I have the weird opinion that I, I lis- accidentally listened to a newer Blink One Eighty Two song recently and thought it was I, I liked it a lot more than anything I had ever heard them record. Hmm. Um. But yeah, I do not like that. I think they seem like nice guys. I like that the one is into UFO research now. <laughs> do they seem like nice guys? I think so. Is yeah. one of the Blink One Eighty Two guys really into rap music? The drummer, maybe. Yeah, he was. He popped yeah. up in a bunch of stuff. Did he make like a rap album? Maybe. I don't know if he made a or rap like an album, album, a solo album with a bunch of rappers on it. I there think, there yeah. was this weird viral video where he was drumming to that Soldier Boy song, and everybody was watching it. I think if you need a famous drummer, mm-hmm. that's who you call. He's Got been it. in rap videos too. Yeah. And when you he... say Soldier Boy, are you referring specifically to Soldier Boy Tell Him? Soldier Boy Tell Him mm-hmm. dot com. Yeah. Okay. One of my favorite entertainers. Got it. Yeah. Um, he really is an entertainer too. He's an en- man. Tip to toe, mm. so funny. This guy has he's got everything. So funny. He has everything. Yeah. Look out, Danny K. Yeah, it's he can rap, he can sing, he can dance. He's got jokes. He can Superman that hoe. Superman that hoe. Is it Soldier Boy bad? No, is that what you're joking about? Uh, no, Soldier Boy actually is. Soldier People Boy? say, okay. I'm going to take I this thought... time right now. Okay, yeah, Soldier Boy is yeah, not yeah, yeah. actually okay. that bad. There's a few songs that are incredible. Turn My Swag On is an incredible song. Anybody would like it. Mm-hmm. Also, I say the lesser known, Kiss Me Through the Phone, also a banger. Very, a very influential uh, in the way that he related to his fan base and still to this day and a very... Uh, uh, beloved for his abundant energy and antics, and, and antics. antics. He's okay. always having antics. Yeah, constant antics. He he's, just claims that everybody he made everybody's style, which is really funny to do. Yeah, he's great, man. He loves yeah. the internet. Yeah. What's uh, what are the what are the numbers on that? Uh... <laughs> That's a lot my, like my uncle. <laughs> um, just, just a quick uh, info here: the, uh, Travis Barker did have an album with a lot of rappers, including oh, Tech Nine. You. Oh, that's fun. There you go. Tech Nine, great rapper. Yeah. Don't necessarily want to listen to a Tech Nine album, but be very, very skilled. Not since Sanchelic. Yeah. Uh, So Blink-182 was at 28. 28 28. people. So So who's, is that closest to 15? uh, Honestly, I actually, uh, Tony, Tony, Tony with four is 11 away. (laughs) So I think that's a little bit closer. Thorn wins again. Well done. Wow. Well done. Wow, that is a true thrill. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> to be a both embar- to be embarrassed in that way and yeah. yet emerge triumphant somehow. No, but I mean I think that's that was the secret of that round was to like set something that was common but, you know, but not anyway, yeah, that was common in that. But Jordan, yeah. Baron picked a restaurant in Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> right. But a world famous restaurant. Apparently yeah. so. 
Apparently, I th- yeah, I think we have most. I think our audience is mostly Canadian foodies. Wow! If I were to, if I, were I mean, to guess. God bless them. God bless them. Sure. They go to that Ethiopian place I ate at it was heck of good. Yeah. What's it called? It was right by High Life Records. I remember mm. that. I went to a record store called High Life Records. Do they have Ethiopian beer? I didn't. I, well, I don't drink beer, so they probably oh. did. But I didn't. I didn't. Do, are the Ethiopians known for their beer? They got some good beer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I got to be careful with the Ethiopian restaurant. I don't know if this is a situation for you, but you know that injera bread. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Sure. I, they keep bringing it to you, and I'll eat it until they stop bringing it. But they don't stop bringing it. Oh so yeah. I eat it until there's injera bread. Sure. Sort of like backed up in my throat because there's no further down and for then it you to go. Feel like it? Yeah, like I'm like you feel spongy, like spongy. Forth. I like it. Turn into a sponge man. David's Ooh. doing a sponge man dance yeah, now, which is man. very good. Guys, either you guys got any tibs? I could really go for some yeah. tibs right now. <laughs> I don't could know really what that fuck is. up some tibs. What's a tib? That's a fucking Ethiopian shit. It's a little pieces of meat with little peppers and stuff. Oh, I didn't know And you know eat that it with your was... injera. Come on, I'd love to eat some tibs right now. I got some in my pocket. God, actually. I wish I had. To. Give me those pocket <laughs> tibs, baby. Yeah. Give me those pocket I don't, tibs. I didn't know what they were, but they are now filled with, they <laughs> yeah. are in my pockets. Oh, you mean that thing I have on my person at all times? That's time? them. Okay. Oh. Uh, so yeah, so uh, next week are we doing uh, slobs versus slobs? <laughs> Man, slobs versus juggalos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like what, we have to define our terms here. Mm-hmm. So slobs has to mean people fluent born, in a Slavic language, born in or living in Slavic countries. Okay, which wh- which one do you think is right? Both. Uh yeah, I think that if you were, I mean, if you lived somewhere else now, but you were born in a Slavic country, yeah, but yeah. not if you just lived in a Slavic country for a time. If you moved there, yeah, I think one of our real, one of our regulars on Reddit, I can't remember who, but I'll just say it's Lothreeper. Uh huh. One of our regulars on Reddit lived in a Slavic country for a time. Mm-hmm. Slovakia, maybe. Okay. Something like that. I, I couldn't one. tell you. Yeah. Czech Republic could mm-hmm. be. Um, and yeah, and like, so how, so how do we, I mean, I think you know if you're a juggalo. I think you're proud. Right? Oh, yeah. So yeah, I think you, I don't think we if need to like. If you own a t-shirt. Right. You have a tattoo. Match a man tattoo. Not if you've gone to the thing, ironically, that doesn't count. Right. Wow. But if you, and you don't, I think in this case, you don't have to be like a fully active juggalo. Like if you went I mean, through. what does that mean? A genuine. <laughs> sure. Well, once a juggalo, always yeah. a juggalo. <laughs> yeah, if you had a. They're a you, lot like the Jets in that sense. <laughs> If you have I'm a, a juggalo all the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, if yeah, I mean, I think you know. I mean, I think you know if you went through the phase. I mean, if for some reason you like now hate that phase and you wish it hadn't happened. I guess that doesn't. Count. Maybe you don't call that it. Doesn't what if you've just if you, gone to the gathering of the juggalos? Because I feel like we're going to get a lot of those calls. Like I went, but I don't really listen to ge- the juggalos. But I, or, you know, insane clown posse. But I, I went because I'm mean, more of a Tila Tequila fan. Sure, yeah. I don't. I don't think it should be if you want. Like I've been to Staples Center. I'm not LeBron. You know. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Um. Yeah. I mean. I think. I. I mean. I. I think we can let the juggalo self police <laughs> in this situation. <laughs> I, I think do they, it for I think, years. I think they know. <laughs> can I just mention? I've been to Staples Center and I am Vlade Divac. All right. That's fair. I yeah. thought that. Yeah. I've been to Staples Center, and I am uh, a bridal expo. <laughs> <laughs> Other things. That... It's more of the L.A. Convention Center. But... Yeah. But you... I love it. Who cares? I love yeah. it. <laughs> um, oh, so, okay. I think it's, I, I it's going to be – I think the jugglers are going to run away with it. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I think we've established I'm bad at this. Right. I've lost 
every single one except one. <laughs> yeah. But I think this is going to be my round. Yeah, Juggalos. Juggalos. Maybe that's what you think. Do you think it's Slavic For people? the 15? Is that, is that the number again? I mean, I think if we had expanded it out to Slavs as a self-identity category, mm-hmm. I think we would, we would, that would run away with it. I think having reasonably mm-hmm. restricted it to people either born in Slavic countries or who currently live in Slavic countries, mm-hmm. I think ju- I think Juggalos is going to win. Okay. I think I think Juggalos is going to take this thing, even though you excluded people who now hate their Juggalo period. Mm-hmm. Like I think if you like, like if you said like, like like I'm 37 years old, I'm a grown man. Mm-hmm. When a Roots album comes out, I'm not there at the record store on the first day to buy it, like I was when I was 19. For like Illidel, what album would you go the first day to buy? Things fall apart. I bought. And then the you first stopped day. it for knowledge, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was not evolution of a Roots fan. So, uh, uh, but uh, not that they don't not some, they're still making very excellent music. But I, and I'll I don't listen to it. But I don't think of myself that way. But. That's still, you know, that's a that's just personal development. That's just, sure. you know, the juggalos. You, you're 37. You can't ju- you can't party the same way you, you could when you were 19. Well, see, that's the thing. So I think it's that's more reasonable. of a lifestyle than a party. Right. You know, it's a it's a family. Mm. Right. Yeah. You can't outgrow your family. Exactly. Right. So, like, I no think matter how myself, much droppa your papa has, <laughs> even though even though I'm not I'm not at the record store mm. buying buying that Comet album or that Roots album on the first day, I still think there's a part of me that thinks of myself sure. as an okay player. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, and I think if we if we're allowing that for juggalos, which I think is totally reasonable, I think you might be right that juggalos might take this. Yeah. Well, David, what do you think? I stopped listening to Common after B. Yeah, that almost kind of whack. Yeah, yeah. There was an album that came out that was really uh, critically acclaimed uh, like three years ago, and I listened to it and I was like, "Mm." Oh man, I I can't really. I'll take John Wick too. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what do I think about who's? Good I wish dude? him the best. I think he's a good dude. Yeah, he's fantastic. I'm sure. Yeah. Two zero six nine eight four four fun. Give us a call if you are Slavic or a Juggalo. Yeah, dr- we want to hear from you, Brian. What's that website? Uh, it's uh, uh maximumfun.org slash call. Maximumfun.org slash call. C A L L. Hit us up. Maximumfun.org slash call. You'll get your instructions. You can type something into a box. You can click on a thing. Just all you got to do is click. Yeah, click, and, click. and you know if you have any stories about living in a Slavic country or being at an insane clown posse event, we want to hear them. Yeah, or just like what, what it was like to go through high school with a neck tattoo of a <laughs> right, yeah, of a hatchet murdering clown, or what it was like to be David's roommate. <laughs> yeah, I would. That would be crazy. Yeah, be called. If you're out there, Tiana and Rai Rai and Rai Rai, would love to hear from Rai Rai. I'd rather hear from Tiana. Well. You really w- wouldn't. I'm a Rai no. Rai. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a Rai Rai guy. You're more of a Rai Rai guy. You say I'm a Rai Rai guy guy? I think you're a Rai Rai guy guy. Okay. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. la. <laughs> 
Have you ever watched a movie so bad you just needed to talk to somebody about it? Well, here at the Flop House, we watch a bad movie and then talk about it. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. We'll watch it and we'll talk it. We do the hard work. Featuring the beautiful vocal talents of Dan McCoy. Stuart Wellington. And me, America's Rascal, Elliot Kalin. New episodes every other Saturday at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcast, dude. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Joe Firestone. And I'm Manolo Moreno. And we're the hosts of Dr. Game Show, which is a podcast where we play games submitted by listeners regardless of quality or content with in-studio guests and callers from all over the world. And you can win a custom a magnet. A custom magnet. Subscribe now to make sure you get our next episode. What's an example of a game, Manolo? Pokemon or medication. How do you play that? You have to guess if something's a Pokemon name or mm-hmm. a Medi- medication. medication. First-time listener, if you want to listen to episode highlights and also know how to participate follow dr game show on facebook instagram and twitter we'd love to hear yeah, from you it's really fun for the whole family norlex pokemon yes nice. it's jordan jesse go i'm jesse thorne america's radio sweetheart jordan morse boy detective the pineapple puncher <laughs> wow. Got your own you got your own set of kinks. Pow yeah. pow, it's David Bory, baby. <laughs> Maybe it's not it's not I mean I just assumed it was for erotic reasons. Maybe it's just because you hate the pineapple. Well it's just it's good cardio. Oh, it's a fitness thing. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the way fitness from the Fitness pineapple in my mouth. <laughs> the yeah. of Denver, Denver, Colorado. It's the <laughs> pineapple puncher. <laughs> Who's your top uh Colorado Rocky? Of all time? Yeah. Todd Helton. Yeah, that's a good choice. I mean, yeah. he's probably one of the best. Yeah. it's. I think it's the most reasonable choice, right? Yeah. Who's your favorite Colorado Rocky? I'm going to go with the big cat, Andres Galarraga. All right. That's Wait, a no. Good... I'm changing it to Larry Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Changed it to Larry Walker. That's fair. They're a new John team. Vanderwall. No, that's not true. No. <laughs> fair, enough. fair enough. He caught me. That's fun. He caught me, you know? Well, I don't know. I don't know what you guys are talking about. You're talking about the Colorado Rockies. Sure. It's a hitter's park, Beautiful. they say. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's a hitter's park. I'm sure, it's supposed to keep the, the altitude. The altitude yeah, has something what I was to do with say. it, maybe? They have the a altitude. Humidor. What, it, they what keep is the balls this? In a Arnold Schwarzenegger's house? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like okay. my Friday night. Famous, <laughs> famous cigar aficionado, Arnold <laughs> yeah. Schwarzenegger. He loves cigars. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's from the magazine Cigar Aficionado. It was a weird time in culture where like you wanted to be photographed on a cigar magazine God, like 1995 so or six yes. that, that was like the height, height of it yeah you knew you were making it in hollywood when you were either you were either smoking a cigar on the cover of a magazine or playing rock harmonica in like a vanity band Ooh, yeah. i like that <laughs> yeah, because... i want to play rock harmonica in vanity six that would be great oh, i think shit. they probably need one they probably awesome, need it right god <laughs> Fuck yeah. That'd be really fun, man. Honestly, I'd play rock harmonica in Morris Day in the Time. Oh, yeah. I'd play rock harmonica in The Family. Could I play rock harmonica in Cameo? Yeah. Do have space no, for please. that? please. Yes. <laughs> I'd wear a red cod piece like that guy in that video. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. And then have one of those things over your head so you could do it hands-free. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because then I'm my hands are tambourining. Oh, wow. So, David, have you ever heard this cameo song called Funk Funk? 
No. Okay, so Weird. Cameo have these two careers. Cameo is a great funk band. They have a career as an 80s funk band. Yeah. With heavy synthesizer bass we're and stuff like that. We're talking Word Up. We're talking yeah. Candy. Yeah, and these are, these are great, great, great. They, uh, a truly great band. Great music, good good music. Alongside yeah, alongside the alongside the Gap Band, great funk bands of the eighties. Uh, but then they have this whole seventies career where they are a poor man's parliament. And there's uh, worse things to be. There's worse things to be. They that's made, what everybody they made some good music. Like but this song called Funk Funk, the conceit of the song is that they're like a Star Trek space crew that landed on a funk planet. <laughs> Oh, what? Uh, and I want to say, oh, is it that same singer singing is, about it? Yes, it's like the guys. Maybe, maybe they call the one guy Doctor Spunk. I can't remember Ooh. what he's called, but there's this part where he says, uh, "Send a landing party to the planet's surface and set phasers to funk funk." Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I but honestly, fucking, it fucking funk funk jams. So good is for a Star Trek themed funk song. <laughs> That is obviously a complete facsimile of better songs by Parliament. Yeah. It still kind of goes. Who wouldn't want to rip off the mothership, though? I get bonk, it. Bonk. It's a crazy place. Does he do that voice that he does, though? That like No, it's not. He doesn't do that voice as much as he does on like Candy or whatever. Oh, I love that voice. It is a great funny voice. Feel it when you walk. Yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty solid. Oh yeah, Good no, I'm voice. familiar with what's the catalog. The ca- what's the cameo guy? Is that Larry Blackman? Does that sound I right? I don't know what his Maybe name is. Maybe that's a guy from the Ohio Players or something. Anyway, we have a lot of fun. Four people, Tony 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 concert. How many people mm. out there have been to a cameo concert? Hell yeah. <laughs> Oof, cameo know. versus Gap Band. Let's do this. Oh man, I bet you I bet you ooh. How many people out there are in Maze? How many people out there are Frankie Beverly? And Maze. Yeah. <laughs> Is there, are there, because it was, it was, he extended that, right? Like, Frankie Beverly was in Maze, right? Yeah, but then. And then at some point. I think at some point the other guys in Maze were like, hey, Frankie, uh, we're not getting a lot of gigs as Maze without Frankie Beverly. Right. <laughs> I think that's pretty much what happened. And he's like, okay, I'll come back if it's Maze and. Maze and Frankie Beverly. Yeah. Okay. 206-984-4FUN is our telephone number. JJGo at MaximumFun.org is our email address. You can find us on Reddit, MaximumFun.reddit.com. Our producer, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez. Uh, yes, you can kind of hear him laugh through the wall of the studio. Sorry, it's just it's how, how the man and the studio were made. Uh, David Borey has been our guest on the program. He's on Twitter at the G is silent. He is on the All Fantasy Everything podcast. Been touring a little bit lately. Touring a little bit. Going to get that shit out on the road again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be in Springfield, Missouri, June 13th and 14th. (laughs) Hey. And then bumping up to Northwest Arkansas on the 15th. Real talk. If you're in Springfield, Missouri or Northwest Arkansas and you're not going to see David Boy, fuck is the problem with you? What are you doing? Funniest guys around. Yeah, it's great. I kill a drifter on stage. You're going to love it. Whoa. Does the audience have to? Do you? This guy is an entertainer. He does it all. I am a mogul. Yeah, I kill drifters. Um, Hold hands. Do you? And you just trust the audience to keep silent. Yeah. Wow. Well, because they the shows that they know that I'm willing to shows that. Oh, okay. You know you'll come for them next. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how it goes. Wow, he's coming for you, Springfield. 
Not Springfield, Missouri, specifically. Right. Yeah. Not the other Springfield. We know what Springfield, Illinois is up to. They're inventing basketball. <laughs> is that where basketball was invented? I believe that's right, isn't it? I have no idea. I believe that's correct. <laughs> you got anything on this, Brian? Yeah. Don't let me look dumb. Where's Just type it into the goddamn computer, where's, Brian! Where's fish from? Springfield. Spring, Springfield. The sea. It was guessed Vermont. Ooh, it does have a Vermont might. vibe. Who knows, though? Who Seems knows? like they'd be from Vermont. I mean, Ben and yeah. Jerry's ice cream is from Vermont. I could be thinking of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Are you thinking of Senator Bernie Sanders? <laughs> yeah, yes, I am. I He's always from confuse him. Oh, though. okay. I always confuse. Always, I'm like, man, Bernie's got some crunchy jam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some tasty solos. I want to vote for fish. <laughs> uh, basketball invented at Springfield College, oh, Springfield, Massachusetts. Okay. Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh, Massachusetts invented basketball? <sighs> yeah. I've driven past the Basketball Hall of Fame. I was in Massachusetts at the time. My apologies to Massachusetts. Whoa, we got anything else? No, that's about it. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.